a podcast for artists to grow and learn the real truth of being a creative entrepreneur. The Vero Podcast, hosted by Kelly Berry. Hello. Hi. 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 (laughs) Oh my gosh. I am so excited to have you on. I've wanted to do this with you for so long. And I am so, so pumped about it. And so actually we, the first time we worked together was in Vegas, right? Yes. Yes. So, and I, I knew, I knew about you before that. So I was so excited to meet you in Vegas, but, um, obviously your work is amazing. It's absolutely stunning. So when I get rich and famous, I'll just hire you and you can paint my face for the rest of my life. Farm and love on your animals. Yes, that's perfect. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So just, I would love to get started and just kind of give people an introduction to you, you know, just, you know, not even just your career, but you as a person, obviously how you got started in your career, but, you know, just your overall, you know, life in general. Yes. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Natalia Isa, and I'm a hair and makeup artist. I live in Dallas, Fort Worth, and I am originally from Colombia. I've lived in many places, and my heart always belongs to all those places, so I feel like a citizen of the world. Uh, my main language is Spanish, and I'm an artist. Since I can remember, I always painted and drawn every single wall, and I always get in trouble for that. (laughs) I've been a wedding professional for the past eight years, and I just love people. I love connection, and for me as a makeup artist, that is the key to to my business is that connection that I have with everyone. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, you know, working with you in person, I mean, you just have so much vibrance and life and passion and it's just so amazing to see. And I think that, you know, people who follow you on social media, I think at the exact same interaction as you would, I mean, obviously it's amazing to hang out with you in person, but I think it's amazing that you can still give your audience and your viewers that personal vibe and um, that connection to you, even through the social media platform. So, yeah. yeah. So how did you get started as a makeup artist? So it, uh, it happened by accident or actually God is just so amazing. He ordained it this way because mm-hmm. I was working at a hospital and I had worked in the hospital all the way from being an interpreter to being a women's health educator. And then the hospital paid for my master's program in human resources and management. And they promote me to management once I graduated. And my boss was like, girl, I love you, but you suck. (laughs) You need to be and you need to be somewhere else. You are a butterfly and you need to fly free mm-hmm. I remember that she was so mad at me but at the same time she was she was loving me because she said you need to pray and you need to ask God what is it that he was thinking when he made you and so it really shocked me but it really helped me because I started praying and one day I went to a woman's party and one of my friends asked me to do her makeup so she can sell the makeup that she was trying mm-hmm. to sell. I did her makeup. And then in the room, there was a professional makeup artist. And she came up to me after I finished it. She's like, so who? where is your studio? Who do you work for? And I'm like, uh, mm, I work for Parkland Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and she's 
she said, no way, you're not a professional. And I said, no, but I paint. So I'm, I'm thinking of makeup as I paint. I do my paintings. Mm-hmm. And so she invited me to work with her. And when I came home, I told my husband, okay, this is it. I found it. I found what God was thinking when he made me. And it is service. It is to serve people, to love them. And it's art. This is artistic. So Mm -hmm. I went full force with it. And within eight months, I was able to quit my job and just pursue it 200%. And I'm one of those type of people that I take life as a sink or swim. I I don't, I'm not calculated. I I don't overthink this. Mm -hmm. I just follow my gut feelings. And I, I always move, you know, with like, when I have this certainty in my heart, I just take it. And I'm like, I was certain that I was going to be successful. So I just took it and I've been swimming for eight years. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. And it's so crazy that, you know, you're talking about your gut feeling and, and all those things. Because I had a very similar thing happen to me. I um, I went to school to be an education major and I actually ended up failing my first class and they contacted me and they're like you're not going to get into the education program so you really need to come up with an alternative and I'm like oh my god so I ended up I sat down with my then boyfriend now husband and said I have no idea what I'm going to do but the only thing in my heart that's telling me is photography I've never taken a photography class and he's like well then you need to go for it so I just had that gut feeling so I think that that is I think it's hard for people to listen to that sometimes. Yes, yes. And I think that most of us, we don't live on on our potential because we listen to other voices when all alone is all inside of us. So mm-hmm. for me, it's important to listen to God, but also listen to myself because there's already a pre-made factor in us that drives us. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to my instincts. (laughs) And you are absolutely killing it. And you're so talented, so incredibly talented. It's a joy to, to get to do what we do with the people that we get to do it. And the best thing in this industry is the friendships that we form with fellow vendors like you Mm -hmm. and our clients. I, I've never had a client that did not become my friend. Right. I <laughs> agree. And I think that that is, that's amazing. And I know so many people have different perspectives on that, but I just think that I, you wear your heart on your sleeve as do I. And I think it's just our nature to be that way, you know? Yeah. And, and so I think that's, I think that's really incredible. So I know we talked about it briefly, but I, what draws me so much to you is I, you have so much passion. I mean, passion and life. And um, like I said, just you're so vibrant and you're able to connect with so, and you're, and you're the thing that I've really loved most about you, you accept everybody. And I think that's just so amazing. And you're just a really loving person. So I just think I want to know, and I'm curious to, as a business owner, you know, how do you feel that that's, you know, built your brand and helped your business? Well, for me, I would say connections are our power play. I believe in building relationships on having people that you can just call and say, okay, I'm down. Can you lift me up? So mm-hmm. for me as a person, 
I just always see myself as a web. I see myself as something that needs to be connected and I'm not going to make it on my own. I'm not a lone ranger, mm-hmm. you know, we everybody and we each have strengths. We each have weaknesses. And, you know, I always feel like the people around me, including my clients, they, they fill in my gaps. So mm-hmm. they weaknesses. So for me, um, just having an open mind, just knowing that everybody that comes into your life is, it could be a massive blessing, you know? So I just kind of let everything develop and I have my, my guards, you know, when there's people, there's not, everybody's good, but Mm -hmm. I pray about my clients too. I always want to have the best experience because I give 200% of myself. So I want to be able to know that I'm giving the best to the best, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And I think that definitely shows and yeah, you just, I think you're, and I think that can go for anything. I think that what you put out there and what you show people is what you're going to get back. And I think that's just a really, I mean, you're just the perfect example of how positivity attracts positivity and connections, good connections attract more good connections. And like you said, of course, there's going to be people that are maybe not have the best intentions and, but, you know, I mean, you're going to get them every now and again, and you just have to, you know, weed those people out in the best way possible. That's right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So as far, I know we live in this age of social media and, you know, I think we as entrepreneurs, I mean, it's such an advantage for us, but it also can be something that is, you know, a huge challenge and a big hurdle. Um, I think, you know, there's so many people that educate right now and the ways to use it, the ways not to use it. Um, Do you feel that you follow any specific strategy or do you just feel that it's, you just go with whatever you feel? Uh, For me, I would say I've heard so many talks about it and I was already on it very active way before the talks came on. Mm -hmm. So I think that one of the things that works for me personally, and I think that everybody's social media works in an individual, like a case by case, mm-hmm. for me is to be authentic, mm-hmm. share my soul, because I truly work with my heart. So if my heart is not in it, people can sense that and I lose tons of followers. Like. Mm-hmm. Post something just like, oh, this will look really pretty. I'm just going to post this. Mm-hmm. I don't get as many likes. I don't get as, it's crazy, but people, my followers in particular can detect my heart and can detect when my heart is not present. So for me, as my strategy is obviously, you know, share the images that I do, the work that I get to, the people that I get to work with and my clients who are so beautiful, but also like all my stories and connecting all the social media platforms that we have together is to be authentic and to share uh, this, you know, what I do on a daily basis and how do I do what I do and what are the things that motivate me. And for me, um, I'm highly motivated by kindness. I'm highly motivated by service. So that is a huge part of my life. And I think my brides know that and they like that. Absolutely. I mean, I know that, like I said, I mean, in this, in this age where, 
I, I think especially, I don't know. I mean, the wedding industry is obviously something that I know so much about and you and I are both in that. So I think that we get flooded with a lot of different inputs and opinions. And I've kind of felt the same way that it's just one of those things that I just go with my gut on and I never really, and maybe that's a bad, I mean, on my, I mean maybe that's for me, like, it, I guess somebody could view it as something bad that I don't have a necessarily like a strategy, but I think when you have, when you build a, such a personal brand and it's something that is so close to your heart, I mean, it has to be you. I mean, it has to be authentic. It has to be something that you can connect with and that brings other people to connect with it, which is so important. Yes. I think that is, that, that is completely true. Yes. Well, so I, I know we, I touched on this subject, but I mean, you connecting with your clients is obviously, like I said, and we just talked about social media, you feel that connection with each and every bride. And I think that, do you feel that that has really been the base of your brand and that has built the business that you have now? I think so. I think that I would say so. Right now, since you we're talking about social media too, I would say 50% of my business comes from my Instagram and all that stuff. But the other 50% is just brides saying, you need to have Natalia because mm-hmm. I had a good experience with her. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people that I don't double book on, on a wedding day and I dedicate my whole day to my bride. And I'm like, I'm going to wake up with you and be with you and get you ready. And just that's just kind of how I am. And like they never feel that I'm rushing them. So... It's that experience that makes people talk about it. And for me, that is the basis of my brand is giving people a genuine experience and offering the best of me. And if they're not happy, I'm not going to leave until they're happy. (laughs) Right. And that's, you know, something that is so important because the experience, I mean, you're with them. I mean, you're such a big, crucial part of the day. And I know that a lot of brides do trials and, and that kind of thing. So I mean, I feel like having that really strong experience is something that I think a lot of business owners kind of forget about because they think it just becomes about the money mm-hmm. and it becomes about getting as many clients as possible, which is always important. But I think they forget about the experience. So I'm so glad that you touched on that because I know some. I know that I'm working on that in my brand and it has significantly changed my um, my overall just client experience. And so it's, it's so important. And just on a referral basis, I think that that's really what, like you said, I mean, that's really what's going to get people to remember you and talk about you and say, like, you have to have Natalia, you just have to. Yes. And you know how each wedding is just that one client and we think that that's it for us. But Mm -hmm. honestly, it is not, you know, every person that is part of that wedding is watching you, is observing. So for me, every wedding that I do, I put myself in that mindset of, you know, I need to be a part of their day that they are happy to remember. They're like, oh, my makeup artist. I loved her. I felt so good about myself with her. So mm-hmm. it's putting yourself in that mindset when you go to work. You know, I'm working for the future referrals, but I'm also working for people to have that beautiful mm-hmm. memory of you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, this is just out of my own curiosity, and I know we didn't talk about this prior, but as far as, um, you know, dealing with the age of social media and comparison and all those kinds of things, do you feel that brides 
have a hard time with, you know, insecurities and struggling with their, um, you know, what people want them to be perceived as. Yes, I do feel that that is the case. And that's normally stuff that we ironed out when we spend time together on our trial run. So Mm -hmm. I usually explain to my brides, you know, the trial run is not a test to see if I can do the job. I I know I can do the job. The trial run is a time to get to know each other and to find what defines, like what you define beauty to be and how I can make it in a way that you feel comfortable and confident because beauty is confidence. And on those trial runs moments that we have, there's so many of the stuff, insecurities, people comparing themselves. I know I don't look like that model, but if that, and I'm like, you don't look like that model and that's even better. You're amazing. You're beautiful. So for me, I just focus on, on enhancing everybody's beauty from within. And I work with the heart. Like every woman that sits on my chair is vulnerable because they have no makeup on. And we're so close to each other that we get into some deep, deep, deep conversations. So for me, um, just getting passed through all that vagueness and fakeness of the world we live in mm-hmm. is very important on that time that we have together so once they connect with each other and they connect with me I feel like we we forget about the whatever pressure is on and I'm like I'm gonna make you look beautiful for you because you are already beautiful I'm just gonna enhance everything that God gave you yeah and and I think that you know like we talked about living in the world that we live in I mean and just following you and and you know watching everything that you do, it's, it's, you are so encouraging and empowering to women, which Mm -hmm. is something that is so fantastic. I mean, I think it's so great, especially being in the industry that you're in. It's, it's, I mean, about your physical appearance. So I think, and that's something as women that we all struggle with and you're so encouraging and positive and, and, you know, it's, it just, you can just tell it just comes from a place of true love and, um, you know, you just, an acceptance. And so I think that not only shows in your, in your work that you produce, but just in you as a person. And so I think that's really, really incredible. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, I know we talked about, uh, we kind of went through our questions and we're really killing it. Um, I know talking about authenticity, um, and plays such a big part in your business and in your brand and, and how as other makeup artists or even just creatives in general, because I think that this could really go across the board as, um, you know, for any line of work, how do you feel the authenticity could be beneficial to another entrepreneur? Well, the thing is, you you have to be yourself in, in all of it, and you mm-hmm. cannot be different people with different crowds or different, because at the end of the day, you as a person, your character, your decisions, your work ethics is what opens doors for you. So when I was little, my, my grandmother used to tell me, you know, your talents will take you, will take you places, but... Mm-hmm or character and who you are as a person and how you live your life and you treat others, it was going to really open the doors of opportunities. Mm-hmm. It could be so little, it could be something so simple, but truly being, having a good character and just being true to yourself, knowing what you want to do and what you really don't want to do 
and being authentic to yourself, being authentic to your brand and sticking with it. It's what people start to recognize, okay, this is really Natalia. I'm going to stick with her because she believes in herself. She believes in this and she believes in me. Mm -hmm. So I would say that for us as interpreters, uh, entrepreneurials, we just have to we just have to be who we are in mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work any other way. I don't yeah. think it would. No, I agree. I 100% agree. And so you are this incredible, passionate, talented, creative, but you're also a wife, a mother. You um, are a huge um, animal advocate and it's something that is such a big part of who you are. And I mean, first of all, I can't, you balance so many things. I mean, you travel the world, you, I mean, rescue dogs, you have beautiful children, you have a husband, you have a house. I mean, and you are this amazing business owner. So how do you, how do you do it all? I mean, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I think I do it in seasons. Like I just take every season as it comes. Like right now I'm in the season of being at home and being with my son. I'm doing part-time homeschooling. So I live every single season and every single day with all my might. Yes. So <laughs> I just take the day as it comes and I live it to the fullest. And then and then I take the next day and I say, okay, who's the priority today? Mm-hmm. And as far as um, traveling and managing the family, so last the last two years I've been traveling a lot and I'm grateful for my husband that he always has told me, I'm never going to clip your wings. You need to fly. You need to go places. So I'm your support system. So having somebody that believes in you and trusts you and knows that you're out there because you're living out your dreams and what you're thinking and what your heart is desiring to accomplish, then that's amazing. If you don't have that, then it's really, really hard. So for me, my biggest uh, blessing is my husband, that he is supportive of me 200%. And then I have a boy that is awesome. He is like a, he's seven, but he's like a 50 year old in the body of a (laughs) year old. (laughs) So he's very understandable. And then if I bring him to jobs, he is just awesome. He's very helpful and observant. And I just love to be with him. <laughs> that's that's amazing. And so just to give people a little bit of a background on you, she mm. so Natalia also I have a I have a pit bull at home. And so I Natalia is a huge pit bull advocate. And so I of course instantly connected with her on that mm. front. But she has how many of them do you have? Okay, so right now in my house there is seven doggies. So Oh my goodness. Three that are mine, and then I have two fosters, and then I'm watching my best friend's dog. <laughs> wow. And they're all bully breeds. I just love them so much. I I just, I've never come in contact with a breed that is so pure in the, in the way they love you and so selfless. And even the, when they've been abused, they their ability to forgive, mm-hmm. it always amazes me. So to me serving them, loving them and fostering them and bringing them back to health is something that heals me every time. When they heal, I heal. And I, I, I don't know what I'm healing from, but 
it's a process that I just love to go over and over and over and over. Oh my gosh. I mean, that just like makes me want to cry. I mean, it really does. It's because that breed specifically is in so in such a dire need of people like you. And I mean, it just, it's, it's just such a tough topic. And I understand that uh, people are very heated about it, but it's just something that obviously I am very passionate about as well. And um, I think that you should probably just move here and then we could start a big rescue, big rescue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I would tell you this. I always tell everybody and even my clients, because I'm hoping that somebody will have all these millions of dollars or land that will give me to start my rescue. But I really would love to just save women from either abusive relationships, sex trafficking, or anything that they have been in a trauma Mm -hmm. and save animals and help those women, you know, by giving them an opportunity, teaching them skills like sewing, like, cake making, florists, like teaching them stuff that they can have their own business. And then at the same time, they can help us rescue and take care of the animals. So rescue over rescue over rescue. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that both of those, whether it be the animals or the women, I mean, they're both coming from a bad place. You know, they're both coming from a bad place and you are wanting to heal and mend them and bring them back to life. I mean, that's, that's, absolutely incredible. And I mean, just, I know that it'll happen for you. I know that it's going to uh, come to fruition because that's just who you are. And, but it's just, it's so amazing. And I think that, I don't know, maybe I just feel maybe because I do, I too, I do too want a passion project, very, not very similar, but similar working with foster kids and Mm -hmm. starting a, um, a summer camp for them to come to and I'll have it be all about the arts and strong, oh. strong leadership and, you know, having positive role models and realizing that their life is not, doesn't have to be in a bad place. It can be positive. And, you know, so that's something that I am working on and for the future. And I mean, I just think it's so important for us as entrepreneurs who have this platform Mm -hmm. as social media and to to voice stuff like that. Because I think that, I don't know, I think that a lot of people just get so wrapped up in the fact of making money and booking clients and making the next dollar that I think that it's so amazing. And I was just talking about this with somebody else. It's so amazing how when you open your heart up Mm -hmm. and how things change for you. I mean, and things happen and it's just, I wish more people would, would serve that way, would be, would want to give back what they have um, either learned or um, achieved or anything like that and give it back to somebody that might not have those kinds of opportunities, whether it be um, anybody, I mean, anybody at all. And so I, I think that that alone is something that is, really incredible about you. And like I said, I mean, 
just having just having someone which I don't I really haven't seen many creative entrepreneurs with such a strong passion and um, open heart that you do. And I think that that says a lot because I think that people I think it's just a vulnerability thing. I think people are scared. You know, I think people are scared and um, that they're going to get judged or that they're just insecure, you know, and I hate that. I hate that. I know. And I wanted to go back to that idea that you have of working with foster kids. I had a dream the other day that I was working with other creatives and teaching young people like in the arts. So no way. Yes. It was so vivid. It was so beautiful. It was create like teaching them how to make videos, how to act, how to make movies, how to, how to, um, how to do effects, makeup, how to take photos. Like it was all the art. So when your idea takes off, I want to be part of it, support it and just, cause that's exactly what my heart craves. You know, this young generation, something to dream and something to live on and something to, focus their talent and their attention and what better than the arts. I I 110% agree. And I think that, um, you know, I chose foster kids specifically because they feel like they, uh, you know, I feel like living in foster homes or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, group homes or anything like that. I mean, I feel like they might have, especially being a small child or um, even a young adult, I mean, you have so much development and and um, emotions and character that's being tested and built. So, and I think with just the arts alone is getting more and more pushed aside. And I just feel like giving, and I would love my dream is that bringing the whole wedding community together um, and have them come, either come and speak or volunteer or, you know, do whatever and be a part of it to show these kids that, you know, we, that everybody can come together for one big goal. And that is to help them and teach them and grow them into really strong, um, you know, strong human beings. I love that. You know, every time I take in a foster, I honestly say with tears in my eyes and I say, you know, one day I'll be strong enough to foster humans because dogs, you know, they'll never talk back to you. <laughs> they never hurt you. And I just, I just, I, in my heart, it is I, one, you know, once I, I, I'm in a place where I can, I would love to give a human, a child, an opportunity to be in my home and to be part of a family and just, Heal them while they're here. A hundred percent. And I, Frank and I have also talked about that, that we would love to do that. And, um, you know, the option of adopting has always been something that has, uh, you know, really, we really, really want to do. So it'll be sometime in our future, but I just feel like, you know, there's nothing in our industry that gives back. You know, I know that we have a lot of organizations and and things like that, but I just feel like as a community, it would be so great for us to come together and give. We have so much knowledge and, and so much talent. Yes, I mean, and, and so many incredible stories. Like yes, all the places that we come from, even the broken ones. A child may catch on fire and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I've been through stuff, but if this person did it, I can do it. Absolutely. And it's that hope that we can share together. Absolutely. I mean, because 
I mean, we do have all so many unique stories that can level with them and, and make them realize that, you know, just because look at where we are now and look at where we came from. And it's, it only, you can go up. It's not the end all. And where you came, where you come from doesn't define who you are. You know, Mm -hmm. yes, it's a part of you, but that doesn't mean that it determines anything about your life and you are the determination. So Mm -hmm. I think that, and us coming together as a community in general, you know, it's just, it would be so nice for everybody to finally be on the same page and connect yeah. on a more personal level. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I, it's something that I would really, um, I'm hoping to get started once this season kind of slows down a little bit. And I've connected with a few foster, um, foster homes here. So mm-hmm. we're going to hopefully get that started, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's something that, yeah, it's very exciting, but it- also make our community even more authentic because when you know that you know you are doing something for somebody that can never ever pay you back you are really human yeah you so absolutely <laughs> absolutely I mean so I just I mean I would love this industry just to show some more ways to service whether it be the community you know each other I mean anything because I just feel like even though we have things like the rising tide or um, organizations like that, I still feel like there's always this wall that's up between everybody. And I mean, it's just, it's just stupid. And I think that there's no reason for it. And Mm -hmm. I think that all of us coming together and um, connecting with each other and for a really great goal and reason would just be a really, a big thing for all of us. Yes, absolutely. I believe in that. And when you get that started, I'm going to be the first one to support it and help you clean, love, cook, whatever you want me to do. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, like I said, you're just such a, I mean, shining light in this industry. And I hope you know that. And I hope that, you know, me being, you know, we've met one time in person. So it's not, I mean, not like we know each other that incredibly well, but I feel like I do. I mean, I feel like, (laughs) you know, you are just one of those people that um, I feel just connect so well with people and makes you feel that, you know, you are enough and that everything you're doing is enough. And so, I mean, that's, that's really amazing. Really amazing. I love that. Yeah. You're amazing. I'm so happy that we get to do this and get to know each other even more. I know. I know. So as far as the future goes, what do you have anything exciting coming up or big plans or what's what's the next season look like for you? Okay. So my next season, (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited about this summer. I want to work in France and Italy again. So I'm trying to book... The last weeks of May, June, July, and August in France and Italy so that I can just be there with my son and my family. Oh, my gosh. Or I have an amazing workshop booked up with uh, Julie Paisley, Lauren Fair, Joy Proctor. Oh, my gosh. Sparrow in this place in France. So I'm working on booking some more clients and also working with other photographers if they want to do style shoots with brands, if they want to shoot their catalogs there. I just want to be able to be a support system for 
people who want to be there next summer. Well, that sounds very exciting. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so great. So your family will go over with you. Yes, I'm thinking, you know, I would have my husband come in the beginning and I'll keep my son and my husband will join me some other part and then bring my son back and I can just finish whatever other project I'm finishing there. Because last summer I worked there and I did not have my family and it was very hard. (laughs) Next summer, I am just going to focus on making this a sewing time and just having fun with everyone that I'm going to work with and hopefully book amazing weddings, but being able to have my family there will be the best gift that I can give them. Absolutely. And I know that you are, you are so well connected in this industry. And I just, you know, how do you feel that um, just for people who might be starting out or wanting to grow their brand, how do you feel like building those relationships? How does that, how does that happen for you? Do you, um, connect with them over social media first, or how do you feel that, you know, if someone wanted to, um, reach out to another vendor, how, how would you go about doing that? For me, it, I will say the biggest piece of advice is look for opportunities to serve and to bring value to other people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, if there's someone that I start to follow and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I really want to work with this person. What a dream mm-hmm. to, you know, make the relationship and then tell them about myself and then tell them, is there anything that I can do to make any of your dreams a reality? And sometimes it's something so little and so stupid, but it just brings the doors for that person. And then they remember you. And then they're like, you know what? She told me she wanted to work here in Italy. Let me go ahead and help her book two weddings so that I can continue this relationship and I can have her here and then work with me. Like that's, that has been the case for me in Europe. So in, in working with local vendors, mm-hmm. I just dedicate myself when I searching a point that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not getting referrals or my referrals are kind of slow or my inquiries are slow. Mm-hmm. I start to message people that I love following that. I love their brand, that I love their business. And then I said, okay, you know, I'm, I want you to remember that I'm here. Is there anything in your heart that you want to do? Sometimes it's like, I really want new headshots. And I'm like, awesome. When can I do your makeup? Who's going to do the photos? Do you want me to do the photos? Because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of photography too. I just love it. Yes. And so I, I just serve them. And that to me has been my biggest, my biggest trump card, if you want to call it that way, is just being able to serve them. And I don't do it from a selfish place. I just want to get to know them. I just want to spend time with them. And I want to know if this is somebody that I really want to continue to invest to build that relationship and to build their business too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so, that's so great because I think it's easy for entrepreneurs to say, okay, well, I just, it's all about me. You know, it's all about me. I just want to take, 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 take. And then they they think, okay, well, I'm not getting the response that I want back. Like, what am I doing wrong? And I Mm -hmm. think coming out of, like you said from the beginning, coming from a place of service Mm -hmm. is the key. And, and, you know, if you really think about it, you're, it's kind of one of those, I don't want to say common sense kind of knowledge points, but I think when it comes to business, I think people really forget 
that we are human and that we are, you know, real human beings that, you know, enjoy all the same things that other people enjoy being kind, you know, connection, um, you know, so it's, it's something that can be such a strong advantage if, if you now granted it does take, I'm sure a little bit more time, but Mm -hmm. it's the, the reward is tenfold. So it's, it's so great that, um, you live by that because I think that that's something that um, hopefully you guys listening as a budding entrepreneur or even not a budding entrepreneur could be someone who's been in the business for years and yeah. take that and run with it because it's 110% true, 110%. And then the thing is too that when you serve people and you're not saying, hey, can I have an appointment to pick your brain, which is the one phrase none of us want to hear, right? Right. You send them an email and say, I'm following you. I'm loving everything you're doing. Is there a project I can come and help you? I do hair and makeup, but, you know, I know all these other little things that I can just be an assistance to you or, you know, just be human. Be yes. Yourself. And then uh, you will be surprised how many responses you get by. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Well, yes, let's do this together. Let's yeah. do that together. And it just becomes like uh, this uh, electrifying relationship of collaborating and creating together. And just for me, it there was a year that I remember praying and God told me, you need to dedicate yourself to making this whole year about others, about building others, make everyone's dream happen and I'll make your dreams happen. And it really did. He blew my my little dreams out of my mind. And then everybody, the relationships that I was able to form in that year is what has me in business today. That's amazing. I mean, it's, it's again, I mean, the power of, I mean, I'm, I'm, I pray every day. So, I mean, I definitely, I definitely know the power of prayer is absolutely unbelievable, but the power of just serving others. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I mean, and it's very, it's so inspiring. I mean, it's rewarding to, to, to just do it out of your heart and selflessly and just say, you know, this person may not give me back what I need, but I know that at the end of the day, everything I do is between me and my creator and yeah. he's going to take care of it. <laughs> that's that's so true and such a great way to live by. I mean, that's that's really amazing. And I, I remember when you were traveling this past year and I just was living vicariously through you and your Instagram stories. And I mean, you just said so many times how thankful you were. And I mean... It just was so great because I think that, you know, so many great people get to travel the world and do these amazing things and saying thank you, you know, just just saying and being grateful. And um, it's it's just something so small that can make the biggest impact, biggest impact. And yes, I, I feel like so if we live a life of being grateful, I feel like all the little things that bother us or that are heavy on us, they kind of become little. Or yes. They become insignificant when you're like, but I'm thankful for this and I'm thankful for this. And so I try to live my life in that and that. And when I'm not grateful, I can definitely feel it in everything that I'm doing because it just everything spoils. So yeah. I'm like, I just want to be humble and remember 
that God is ordaining all this stuff and he's putting all these wonderful creators, creatives around me to to make things happen and to make it beautiful and to be an influencer in our industry. So I never take that for granted. Yes, 110%. I mean, if all of us could live that way, it would be a perfect world. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And like I said, you inspire me so much and I'm, I really just enjoy following you and, um, you know, I take everything that you say to heart. So I thank you so much for being you and um, really just, you know, offering all of your education and wisdom and just, you know, who you are. I think it's fantastic. Uh, thank you, Kelly. Well, I love talking to you today. And, you know, as always, we uplift each other. And yes. that's, it should always be about just encouraging and leaving people on a high note. <laughs> yes, I 100% agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, you know, talking with us and, um, you know, hopefully we get to work together soon. And yes. uh, I look yes, forward. Yes. yes, I look forward to uh, hearing and seeing all your upcoming travels. Yay. Yay. All right, girl. Hopefully well, I'll get to visit you soon. <laughs> um, yes, you can come to the farm anytime and uh, maybe I'll send you a lamb or two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalia, thanks so much and have a fantastic week. Thank you. You too. Okay. I sent you a big hug. Yes, yes. I'll talk <laughs> to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.